2: You are going to love this brand-new album. Ed Sheeran sings heavy metal. (laughs) That's right. Pop music's cherub-faced troubadour sings 25 of the darkest, most skull-crushing songs ever written. Songs like Angel of Death by Slayer, Hammer Smashed Face by Cannibal Corpse, and this heavy metal classic by Iron Maiden, Run to the Hills.
0: Cross the sea, brought us pain, misery, run to the hills, run for your life, run to the
2: hill, run for your life. That's shaving his is a beardy-ginged comfort zone for people with low life experience and few expectations. A gorged, smug, regular money-making machine whose primary concern is not love or flowers. Or, wait, why am I even discussing corporate business with you? Ed Sheeran is shit. You don't need to be beautiful to say this. You don't need to be lonely. You don't need to be popular. You don't need to be a geek. Ed Sheeran is shit. You're listening to Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast.
3: And Fire. I'm your host LC and I'm joined as always with the Glummy Baco. How are you, sir?
1: I am actually pretty well. It's uh I'm not gonna lie, LC, it's Lies. a little steamy down here in the basement. Uh, mm. uh, we're, we're in the dog days of summer here in Minnesota, actually throughout the entire country for the last eight months it's been about ninety degrees everywhere uh but yeah i gotta tell you we're recording a little later so i may be cracking a beer here before we get too far into it i mean it's it's oh, after 11 a.m on a sunday so if technically if it was football season it would still fall under my personal social protocol of when it's okay to have an uh, <laughs> a beer open but it's good
3: it's good to have your own personal <laughs> protocols. What's acceptable, what's not. So we'll be we'll be uh, half caffeinated and half uh, four point seven percent. Yes.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So um, uh, I should be able to uh, to make pace myself enough to get through one episode. I think. Um, but
3: because uh, <laughs> I got to be done here by eleven. Let's All
1: go. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's been almost three days since I've had a Coors Light. Mm, wow! Yeah, I well, could I could just
3: see all almost. all the, the the whole body is like where's the swill? <laughs> where's Golden Colorado? Like 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 it's starting to break down. Things are things are that like your arm won't raise. Yeah. Like, what do you think?
1: Yeah, you know, um, it's definitely one of those things that. Uh, well, fortunately, I'm not going through any shakes yet, so I, I should be okay.
3: I think I think that 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 course light is your personal like uh, you're like Tin Man and that's your WD40. What do you
1: oh. Think? Oh, there you go. Yeah, it could be. It's I don't know. a little know. squeaky. Yeah.
3: The gout starts kicking in. <laughs> get a dip. If you're if you're away for a couple days, do you make like a little uh, Coors Light bath and dip your feet in there? Ah.
1: Get one of those God little tubs great. that bubble the water for you. And just fill it with case that's of Coors I mean. Light. Like,
3: like, they have those whole like salt baths and all kinds of other bullshit. You just say like, we just put a tub full of Coors Light. You stick your
1: hmm. stick your head in it. You're good to go. Yes. Yes. That's me. But... Uh, well, you know, Don't after sitting through uh, uh, some pitches for new windows for a house, I need, I need some fucking Coors lights, <laughs> man. Uh, please, 12, you had me, you to had to at window window pitches. Have sorry, you ever, sorry. have you ever uh, had to replace windows on a home you've owned? Amazingly, that's one of the few things I have not. Yeah. So please continue. We've been putting it off basically for eighteen years. These are. Sure. Uh, it's, it's it's well past time, and uh, it's going to cost us, too, I think. It probably should have made this move a couple years ago. Uh, but maybe just right before the pre-pandemic. So this is the one financial thing I've done lately that I'm a little disappointed in myself on. But you want to get some estimates, and the thing is, like, it's just such a shady fucking practice. I don't understand how this isn't, hey, uh, you guys replace windows? Yes. You want to come take a look and give me an estimate what it's going to cost? Yes. But I'm, not, I'm also going to call you on a holiday weekend to confirm uh, the, our upcoming uh, appointment that you scheduled. And, mm. <laughs> you know, right in the middle of a barbecue. So make sure you're prepared for that. Also, okay. you're going to need at least two hours of time in your kitchen with your wife. Because uh, these things do not go fast. Do you think they could just come out measure the windows, put together the estimate and say, this is what we're looking at? No, 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 no. no. This is more like Shark Tank. Where they're trying to sell you on something, and they just come up with all these like little like I think what I was saying is that uh, like what's the first name you think of when 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 I say Windows, and I've been through three of these or two of these guys already, I'm a number three, and I'm in my head going, nope, I'm not fucking doing this, man. No, all right, I here's how they make their windows, but we have three panes, and here's the gas that's in between it, and let me show you this model that kind of cuts and shows you how it's like. Just give me my options. <laughs> and in What's, the what? in the end they end up giving you they all three did this. Uh they all had a You know what? I can do this last deal but you have to agree to do it tonight. And then I'm like, "All of right." Of course. I mean, that's where they get me. It's like, "Wait a second. So this is a real legit offer, but if I don't decide right now like there's a gun to my head, I don't get this price. Yeah. It's going to be 5 grand more if I wait till tomorrow morning. And the, but the thing is, by the time you get to the third person doing that, third company, you're like, "Okay, apparently this is just the standard. It's like going to buy a car and they fold over the piece of paper and do some shitty math." Another another sign you're being handled is when they talk about the payment, it's going to cost you per month versus like the the actual interest you're paying on the loan they want of you course. to take, you know what I mean? So yeah. we're 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 financing it ourselves. We put the mud down, but honest to God, I I think Amy and I were just like we took number 3 because we didn't want to do another one. They were basically all the same. They were I, within about 200 bucks of each other, and I'm like, "Let's right. just go. Let's just get this thing fucking scheduled." Now I'm waiting for them to not actually deliver and be waiting for new windows till February or something.
3: It's it's the whole thing. It's like that that
1: it, that's an old
3: school. I'm talking about this is business practices that have been around since the beginning of time, they, but they're outdated, but they still exist. I don't fucking with the internet and all the, the information you have out there where you can just type in your number of windows you have, for example, and the specs or whatever like that, you should be able to get a quote, fucking get it scheduled and there you go. But it's it's like what you said, you're finally worn down like a like a like a just a dog getting beaten and you're finally like fucking here you go take my money, let's schedule this, and done, right? That was the mm-hmm. your final result? Basically, yeah.
1: I mean, no, if it would have been I, ridiculously more expensive than one of the other two, I probably would have gone back. But like I said, they were all within a couple hundred bucks.
3: Right, but as I was going to say, but think of all the time. I just don't get it. Like, it's the same thing with timeshares. There's, there's certain ones that still exist. Bingo. Custom closets, custom closets, timeshares, they do the same thing with you. Sign today, and all of a sudden, the, the deal is so much better. Um, and... And it's the same thing with what well, you're saying like what what company do you think of first with Windows? Nobody thinks of Windows. Yeah. I, my garage door my garage door
1: broke. What's hey? I, am I going to go? I'm research not playing kind of the game, place, man. But, that was where I was going. Yeah. I'm not doing this. You're not. We're cutting this no. pitch as short as we fucking can. How you measured my windows? Fucking how? What are my? Here's the three window options. Great. I want option two. How much? No 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 no. I no. got things to talk about. But, you know. But do you, do you see, see, I'm like a social,
3: uh, I'm a social assassin when it comes to these things. So I, I just wonder on the third guy, did you do this? Cause what I do is if I, if I've gone through one, I just go, Hey, how are you doing? Here's what's going to happen today. If you're going to make the sale, mm. you're going to go measure my windows. You're going to come downstairs. You're going to tell me your best price and I'll decide to go with you at that, at, at that point. And you can give me a few facts about, about your product. And that's it. No game is motherfucker. Just come in here. My wife and I got shit to do. Yeah. Did you set your expectation on the third guy? Or not.
1: Uh, a little bit. Not to that extreme. I, I said it to the point where when I made the appointment, I'm like, how long is this guy going to be in my kitchen? Because I just went through <laughs> two of these, and if we could get this right. under an hour, because I'm doing it after work and before dinner, So, of and it it still ended up being two hours. I don't know what the fuck happened. I was a little more... Pay- Look, man, I, I if they're not rude and not aggressive, I kind of want to give them the space, but if they're asking me to, if it's going to be like a volley and repeat, you're not going to get shit out of this guy. Yeah, I'm I'm done. No. I'm not answering. I'm not doing. This is not. A, I didn't come here for entertainment. Okay? Yeah, I, 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 like you're at some kind of like improv comic cone. All right, give me a job. You know, it's like, nope, not going <laughs> to. Here, here's a hack.
3: If anybody ever. <laughs> If anybody ever here, – here, here's the truth. Let's say say, yeah, that job will cost you $10,000, but you only have to do it – the only time you're going to do it for that price is today. You're going to tell me then in three days you call that salesperson and say, all right, I have $10,000 to give you. Nope, sorry, yeah, no deal's shit. over.
1: I'm not going to take your money. Oh, you had your chance. Yeah. No, he he just, okay,
3: that motherfucker has a quota. He has a quota. Oh. You are his
1: quota. The best is they all uh, – two of them had the – I'm actually surprised my boss is allowing me to do this line. I'm like, God,
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Seriously? All I remember, all, all I know is I always re- remember any kind of presentation that way, I always remember the scene in Fargo. Yeah.
1: You called me 20 minutes ago and said you had it ready to make delivery. It says, come on down and get it. And, 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 and here you are, and you're wasting my time and my wife's time, and, and I'm paying 19.5 for this vehicle here.
0: All right. I'll talk to my boss. See, they install that true code at the factory. There's nothing we can do. But I'll, I'll talk to my boss.
3: These guys here, these guys? It's always the same. It's always more. You going to the Gophers on Sunday? Oh, well, you betcha. You wouldn't have an extra ticket.
1: You kidding? Well,
3: He never done this before. Never done it's this right. before. Ever yeah, done this? Yeah.
1: Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, people, uh, strap in if you need windows because apparently nobody just wants to fucking give sell you some fucking windows. They want to make it as painful as possible. Uh, yeah, That's I'm with right. you though. To your point that w- with the internet, one of this is where I think you know, like not having to deal with a car salesman and and all these like apps, Carvana and stuff like that is a right. bonus. This is a pl- this is society moving forward, and and a rare yes. instance where the consumer is taking some control. Using a touch screen at Taco Bell as opposed to taking my order is the opposite. When I pull up to
3: McDonald's, the first thing they ask is like, uh, "Did you want to order through the app or something like that?" I'm talking about through the drive thru yep. or something. Like they say like, uh, "Did you order through the app?" I'm like, "No, that's why I'm here. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what I want to eat at drive-up. It'll take me longer to type." Oh my me God. To say my stepson,
1: four. I asked him, I was like, Why do you want them to make your food even further ahead of when you're gonna eat it? They're already fucking pre cooking all this <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, Well, I, I used I I pull into the parking lot and then use the app and then go through the drive through. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. You know what, man? You don't be that level of introvert, okay? It's it's normal to have some social anxiety for some people, but you gotta be able to handle this. The the fucking drive thru right. Is too intimidating for you, Jesus? I don't even answer the question anymore. Oh, man. Would you like? Did, did you order using the app today? I'll take a number nine with a coke. That's my answer. Yeah, <laughs> you just you don't even. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, no, that's a good way to do it. Well, anyway, one last thing I want to say from the thing
3: is that I will tell you why I think that the long presentation exists is because you think about it, the salesperson probably wants to get there as quick through it as quick as possible, get the sale, go on to the next thing. But at the same time, you know what they're in this situation for any of our listeners that are uh, uh window salespeople, I'm sorry, but I think this is their control. Like this is my job. I have these motherfuckers. I'm, I, you have to use my power right now. They are, they, I am going to control this situation. So it's the the time that they feel powerful. Just telling you are you're captured
1: and it's, it's their It gives them a little bit of pleasure to take you through all that bullshit. They couldn't they couldn't make it through the police academy, so now they're selling windows. Okay. Respect my authority. the summer of suck is what i'm calling this summer lc it's been kind of a glummy glummy concert series it started with taylor swift just fucking swifting uh into the twin cities here and just it's just the worst you know and and it's not so much that her music is is trash which it is it's that she is (laughs) people talk about her like everything she does has never been done before and isn't it amazing that she's doing it god we should fucking put a bronze statue over her in every city because she saved every economy in the in the the United States by the way uh and 3 hours she performed who does that just that nonsense i just couldn't take it then the worst the worst comes to town about a week later fucking Beyonce back at the same building that Taylor Swift at just not quite as full but don't tell the the beehive that because they'll get upset and they'll come at you I'm sorry apparently it didn't sell out two nights it. uh no she did one night both one night mm. oh I know Taylor mm. Swift was two nights sorry right uh yeah Beyonce could barely pull off one <laughs> she could barely do one night of 70,000 people all yes. right and this week things re- oh in between there uh, the, that and this week was pink now I don't know pink doesn't really irk me that much, but Jesus Christ, enough of these. Again, it's just like, oh my God, she like slings from the ceilings. She started the show with, let's get the party started. Yeah, it'd probably be the perfect song to kick off a fucking pink show, huh? It's called. I think so. Let's get the party started. And you're blown away like, wow. And again, these are people. It's like the fact that you're shocked and you feel you have to impress people with these stories is what's irritating me at this point. And it just got worse, man. It was fucking Jason Aldean came to town this week, and one motherfucking Ginger actually had the biggest crowd ever in there. Goddamn Ed <laughs> Sheeran. And there's all these pictures. It's basically set up, uh, he does like kind of in the round like Metallica does. Actually, it looks very similar to the Metallica setup. Uh, very similar. Uh, but except where there's no band anywhere. Uh, And uh, Mm. when I pointed that out to somebody Look, just let me finish before you you, you jump all over me here Because I've already been through it with the fucking Sheeran crowd all right, so I saw about ten pictures because uh, that's all my fucking Facebook feed was, and I'm like, how come in none of these pic, I don't in none of these pictures I don't see a band anywhere. And people are sharing videos, so I'm like, is he really just playing acoustic? No, it's full music and stuff. Oh, you don't understand. The band is under the stage. Actually, they got him down there. Yeah, Jason, he's got a full band under the stage, and this is actually the first time he's ever went on tour with a full band. He usually just goes out with just himself and his acoustic guitar. It's fucking amazing. Again. Like what you like, spend money on what you want, but we don't have to all fucking think it's the, the fucking biggest thing since unsliced bread. <laughs> See what I did there? But anyway, yeah, I it's did. been a fucking pretty rough stretch. And then Metallica, the only thing that I really care about that would actually be a monumental kind of show, isn't coming here for another fucking year. So it's the summer of yeah, we'll suck. Yeah. The summer of suck, I've okay. named it.
3: It's the summer of L.C. for me. I've been going <laughs> to all kinds of concerts. I've been avoiding all this stuff. Taylor came to my town. I had no problem. No problem at all. Didn't didn't see anything in my news feed because I don't look at it. <laughs> 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 but I did. On your on your end of things, uh, I do have a firsthand experience, if you'd like me to share it, about the Ed Sheeran concert, which I just got back from uh, last night. you got to be kidding me. No. I, uh, that was what uh, we found – we found some uh, good tickets and, like, cheap tickets, I should All say. Right.
1: Before <laughs> you like do that, section, you section. give me just a second. I don't I'm I'm sure i got to get ready for this. Okay.
3: <laughs> so, you know, I'm a good dad-ish.
1: Oh, yeah, and, of course. Uh, You're so, taking so this so is for uh, the, 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 the girl, I assume. Yeah, that's right. Is that right. sexist, my, misogynistic my t- my. to assume it's her and not... Uh I just well, have high I'm hope good. for for the boy.
3: You had high <laughs> hope for yeah. You're good. You, and uh, you're before good you get your story,
1: I want to paint the picture a little bit. So this is um, she's ten.
3: Yeah, she's okay. ten years old. Yep.
1: So good Never dad moment. That. Was it just you or did the wife sure. go too?
3: No, with all uh, three of us and then the oh, Dylan. Like actually, I I actually tried to. Uh, Uh, have Dylan go in my place and Dylan's like I ain't going
1: (laughs) All right. well whatever this is a good dad moment I would have been I think this is one of those moments so you could just you could justify it a couple ways well do we really want to spend money for both of us to go Uh, I think wife Mm -hmm. or or father steps up and takes the daughter to the show Uh, or maybe she brings a friend with one of the parents but
3: you know what well there was a, a group there was a group too There was another uh, family we met up with and everything like that. But anyway, so it's a good pairing. So I was like, okay, yeah, sure, there you go. But but point is, I was like, uh, I am going to go to this with the interest of seeing uh, anything like this. Like I was dragged to Michael Bublé years ago, Mm. and uh, but then the actual production, (laughs) no, for the other for the at that time. But but that one was like the production was like I can see. Tons of rock bands using certain things they did with the video screens. Like, I I go there and I just absorb like the actual production, like to try to get through it.
1: Are you back on Sheeran um, or?
3: Yeah, I'm saying like this is what I like to do. Like, 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 like the Buble. I was like fearing it, just like I was Ed Sheeran, but I went into it thinking, okay, at least I can appreciate the production. So we go there. We're in like section 500, way the fuck up there, looking down on the stage. And the first thing, to your point. Yes, this must be a new production technique or maybe it's the same company because they have these six or seven towers, just like just like you described the Metallica setup and a round stage. And uh, yeah, so the, it, it, the concert starts and there's like a big circle thing that uh, that surrounds it where he starts playing where you can't see him, but it's all the lights and everything and then it goes up. Uh, I can't even describe how, how it is exactly. But to your point... He's the only dude. That that ginger is just right in the middle of the, yeah. the circle. And you know they put tons of graphics down there. But I'm like, he's playing his guitar. I'm like, where's the drummer? Where's this? Where's all this stuff like that? And from that perspective, if we had stayed there, I would have never even seen him. They have the band. I'm not saying that this is anything wrong or right. right, right. It's, it's stupid because it's like hiding the people that are yeah. helping you. I think it's fucking egotistical. But they have them on each one of those po- – like, if you imagine the Metallica stage, the drummer is on one of those things that's the tower. Oh. And then the guitarist is, like, standing – he has, like, a six-person band. They're on each one of those poles. And they're under a tent in case it rains, which it did. It was a two-hour rain delay. I had to get there at 6, and he didn't start <laughs> playing until, like, 10 o'clock last night. With the openers, I had to see some guy named Khalid – and we're, like, just dying. I'm like, fucking please kill me. Like, we're actually starting at 10 o'clock at night for this guy? I'm like, is this Guns or Roses? You know? So, uh, but, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like, he's, he was just out there the whole time. The, the stage spins the entire time. So he's just standing okay. there and he the turns around. Uh, but it's just... Like it's a just lazy him. Susan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the lazy Susan stage. And, but I don't get it. Like, <laughs> like he played all this stuff. And he played for, like, two hours... Uh, but to 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 that, that end, like, of all these pop stars, I mean, maybe Beyonce is worse, but I don't know. Like, it's so, like you said, so middle of the road, so I don't mm-hmm. – there's nothing there. I'm like, how does – and to your point, too, he makes he, – his whole uh, uh, goal is to sell – is to break records in every stadium. Why? Because that spinning stage, I should say, is quite small, so you can fit yep. more people on the field. So he's, he kept saying 85,000 biggest sellout, breaking records at at the stadium. It's a big Eagle thing. And then I looked, and then uh, the wife pulled up his Insta afterwards, and every stop on the way is saying the fact that you said that fact about it's all these most. Yeah, you know what you can? When you make the stage really small, and you have people on the field, and you know what I mean? That's why he's doing it, is he's selling those floor tickets.
1: After the couple lectures I got just asking where the band was, I did not want to push it any further, because I was going to like, Taylor Swift did two shows. And those tickets sold out. I don't know how fast Ed Sheeran sold out. I actually was surprised that that's where he played. I just assumed it was not. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't get Same how place. big he is. It just seems like I don't know But Taylor Swift, I was well aware, is, you know, she's been massive for a while now. Um, but right. she absolutely, if she would have fucking just, if she would have played on a fucking, uh, you know, a 10 by 10 stage and just freed up all the room. All that room would have sold out, and she would have hit. She would be doing the same thing, breaking all these records. She did six yeah. days in L.A. for fuck's sake. Paul Stanley went. Make some noise. <laughs> I heard. I know.
3: Yeah, but it's. it's I, I look at that, and and he and he had all the uh, the trappings that that a rock concert would have. He had pyro going off for no apparent reason, and like like. Uh, like he was fucking Metallica, like tons of pyro, tons of fireworks. It was like a Kiss show with all the effects, but it didn't match the music. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't like hitting a big power cord. Mm. So whatever. Uh, and we, uh, but yeah, it the was, kid it like was it it? a bit brutal. For, of course, it's a huge spectacle. Well, like you know, anything. He, like I. I it,
1: but with the rain delay, that that stuff can dampen. Oh yeah, she crazy. was ready to, She was ready to
3: claw everybody's eyes out like any, any child like, yeah. waiting waiting for it for, waiting for a show to start but once it started you know it is what it is and we snuck down to the 100 level where our, buddy, of course. our buddies were too yeah, of course. so that's where I saw the band for the first time otherwise if you saw it from the top you would think like where the fuck is the music
1: coming from <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, doesn't that just kind of lend credence because we're getting even more examples of backing tracks being used and a guy like Ed Sheeran it almost seems like it, it's necessary you know
3: I should mention this, too. Because of all the, the – I think that because of this culture right now, he did this thing where it looked I, – I wouldn't be surprised if he does this at several places. He dropped the microphone and then picked up the microphone that wasn't working, and they stopped the song. And he goes, oh, live music, people. Let me just restart that song real quick. And he mm. grabbed it, and somebody ran out there and gave him another mic, and then he sang the rest of it. I'm like
1: – That's pretty suspect.
3: And then he does this thing where he plays music – and does a loop? Oh yeah, so I got that himself, lecture he, he already builds. too. Yeah,
1: he uses he uses a loop yeah. pedal.
3: I'm like, right, he uses a loop. He's like, I'm, you know, this is all live. Every time, you know, a single time, it's it's totally organic. Here we go. He plays this, and they did like like goes thump 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 thump, thump on the guitar, yeah. and he loops that, and he like made it a point that there's yeah. no trickery going on here. And whatever you see a magician say, there's no trickery, they're fucking trickery.
1: Well, me. exactly, and and to a bigger point, so so Ed just explained to you. How that guy at the in the beer garden at the state fair does it. He's right. doing that on a fucking multi million dollar production. Right. You know what Why? else you could do, Elsie? Hire musicians. You don't have to do Which this. They were there. I mean, if you're yep. a guy who that's all you can do and you're trying to squeeze into this tiny stage, that make and yeah. you're just entertaining people in a shitty sounding beer hall, no big deal. Ron yep. Keel does I've it, seen it when he plays to twenty God. people at some theater in St. Francis, but he's not pulling in eight million dollars a night when he does it.
3: Uh, and it is. And I'll just finish like this: is he knows his audience, his parents bring in their kids there because he said, "Like I'm not going to curse tonight because a lot of kids." Sorry for the sorry for the children in the audience that it started so late and it's past your bedtime. I'm like, am I at a fucking um, like Disney show? You're at a kids you know concert, I mean? like has- 1979. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, at least more shit would blow up and there would be some blood spitting. That's what I need for quality.
1: <laughs> oh God! Oh, I forgot Sam Smith was here last night. Oh, adding to the Any summer of on suck. That? So no, no. Other than that, it sucked. So okay. Yeah,
3: I heard it was uh, Wednesday Night Fever was the uh, <laughs> the review I heard.
1: Oh boy. Anyway, so there's your Sam Smith update. to uh, something that uh, well let's call it something old something new lc um uh let's just get into some stuff that we're listening to here uh since you want me to go first with the old Yeah, sure you to this be the like headliner here says,
3: yeah this is that we're just making a shopping list for the next wedding you go to
1: you know uh, yeah apparently we'll bring them. yes, yes. Uh, yeah go ahead um hopefully th- th- you've got that wedding joke out of your system but uh prob- probably not probably not so no Anyway, it might come back. Old dead horse. <laughs> that thing looks like it needs beaten. <laughs> 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 oh God! All right. Well, I've been kind of getting into these Black Sabbath uh, Super Deluxe editions. Um, none of them are terribly recent, but we're talking about old music, so. Uh, but they're kind of new to me. I picked up the uh, the Sabotage one about I don't know a little over a year ago. Actually, shortly before you yep. were last here. When was that? November. Anyway, but this last week, yeah, uh, yeah. I was out uh, doing some record shopping, and I picked up the Technical Ecstasy Super Deluxe. Now, for uh, I'll, I'll, I'll show you this as I go through it, but um, this one is a, uh, a step up from the Sabotage one. I just don't like the record quite as much. But it comes with a, a little hardcover book that's got about, I don't know, 80 pages of details and, and stuff from it. That's it's, it's really well done. And then you get like a tour poster, um, and then it comes with a – like a uh, basically a little uh, tour book, like a, a replication of the actual tour book, kind of shrunk down for this. I got the CD version on both of these, uh, and so you get a, a remastered copy of the actual record. Plus, you get a Stephen Wilson mix, stereo mix uh, of that. And if you know anything about Stephen Wilson's work, with uh, yep. he, did, he did like the five point one on Destroyer. He's well renowned for that, and it is uh, it is a much marked improvement in, in my personal opinion then you get a cd that just is like demos and outtakes from it and then you get a cd that has a live concert from that tour which uh you know kind of like a uh like one of those kiss soundboard quality recordings um but uh i've enjoyed it quite a bit uh I'm, i guess i'm gonna keep getting these there's only a couple more out i don't know how much further they're gonna go i know um tony's recently been talking about working on some stuff for the tony martin era and i don't know how much i uh I like a couple of the records, but I don't like them all. Let's put it that way. But anyway, uh, yeah, this runs for about 50 60 bucks on Discogs. I think you can get it on Amazon, still new. Um, but if you're a Black Sabbath fan, it definitely is something that you can kill an afternoon getting into. I, I dug it. So does the book
3: uh, have like a graphic novel showing how the uh – the robot fucked the other robot on the elevator. Yes, uh, kind of actually, it's
1: all just a basically a uh, a porno novel of of the two of <laughs> them. But uh, uh, it has like cut What's up the backstory there. It's uh, it's kind, it's kind of, it's actually just kind of like oh, there's a term for this. Uh, Oh, the type of biography where it's it's kind of narrative where you're actually not writing thing; you're just taking quotes from people from the scene and putting it. Yeah, through. oral history. Oral history. There we go. That's what I was trying to figure. It's an oral history, kind of yep. like from uh, the people that worked on it, from the band members to the the guy who painted the album cover to the produ- producer, all that stuff. Plus, it has some stories about the tour, and and where the band was at the time. You know, Ozzy leaving and coming back, all that. Fun stuff, but uh, it's 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 a very beautiful booklet. It's something that's definitely worth taking care of. You know what I mean? It's it's so well packaged and presented. And I mean, you think about it for sixty dollars, you get all that. Where I mean, look what you had to pay to get like for that Creatures of the Night box set now. And sure, I, I mean, it, it was a beautiful looking package, but it was also three hundred dollars. So I just uh, it was a little prohibitive yeah. for for Obaco anyway. A lot anyway. of paper goods in that one though. Yeah, a lot of paper, a lot of paper. The a lot distro- of paper. I think the destroyer one had more paper, but uh Yeah. Okay. I do want to I still like to get a copy of that 5.1 audio.
3: Yeah, that's so so that 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 remix by uh Wilson is uh 5.1? No, is this is just, just a
1: re- stereo one. This is the first time I, okay. I I I don't like research this stuff. This is the first time I've seen him involved on one of these kind of reissue packages where it was just a stereo. Okay. It's always been five point one on the the handful of other ones I know. Um, right. he, I know I know he's like quite sought after for five point one remixes. Cool. What do you got, man? What do you do? You have something new? I've talked about
3: this a bit, and that is uh, Rival Sons Dark mm. Fighter, which I saw him live earlier this year. You, you just
1: gamer lamed to track off this, right?
3: Actually, that's the, that's what I was going to go to as as far as the the newest of the new is that so Rival Sons. They're, they're, they put out their first album of the year. They're putting out two this year. Okay. Uh, the first one's called Dark Fighter and uh the eight tracks are a little bit uh as you would think uh, a little uh, introspective, a little uh more more uh less peppy, let's say, but the, but uh still still rock. And their their newest one coming out has a kind of a funny name, but it's called Lightbringer. And uh they just dropped a new single from it called Sweet Life, which for me is Instant gold. I, I I probably listened to this thing like four or five times. So I I'm just gonna say in general, my my point is, I'm not even gonna go into a bunch of albums today. I'm just gonna say I want to feature this new track that that uh you get up, you crank this thing, you're having a good day, and that is the track Sweet Life.
1: I'm settling in at the new the new print shop, LC. Um, things are going pretty good. Uh, hey. But it took me a while to where I actually have my area set up where I actually have my own radio. So to kill time, mm. I was listening to a lot of internet radio. So, you know, for the most part, like I would hit Dan Patrick for three hours in the morning and then I'd, I don't know, just dial up one of the local radio stations. But then I remembered I have some friends who ho- have their own internet radio station and they dig the deep oh, yes. shit. You know what I mean? Boom, Ooh, we're yeah. talking fucking, they don't play the shit you get on all the other radio stations, you know, because radio fucking sucks. So our friends up there in Canada, they have uh, the CGM, the CGCM podcast. They went up and started their own radio station, CGCM Radio, playing all the deep cuts of hard rock and metal, all the stuff that you won't ever hear on, on, on regular radio. So I typed CGCM to get that. Cause I don't know the, the web address by heart. It's probably just CGCM.com, but and the first thing that comes up on Google is Chinese Gospel Church of Massachusetts. So they are, uh, <laughs> they are losing the uh, search engine optimization uh, war with the Chinese Gospel Church of Massachusetts. Did you just go with that then? <laughs> no, I went down a couple and I found them. Uh, I clicked oh. on it and I, guarantee, I kid you not, this is the song that was playing. Fucking American idiot by Green Day. Perfect. You're never gonna hear that on fucking rock radio. Hell no. Oh god. Yeah. So there we go. I got. To, I wanted to bust those guys' balls. We haven't uh, talked shit about them in a while. I that was. That's really all I had. I, I texted Wally, of course, and he's like, "Well, not my show."
3: <laughs> yeah, but
0: They're fucking but station, t- 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 man. T- 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 have
1: some quality control.
3: Well, I mean, the next the next song though was Dead Daisy's
1: cover of Slide It In. <laughs>
3: to uh, so balance it out.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I think they were on a like the, uh uh a Green Day rock block or something like that. I don't know.
3: I mean, just the fact of seeing a sixty-year-old man do this on the on the for the. Uh, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You see, have you seen that krabbe? He's Just like get it, slide it in. He I didn't even know they grizzled. did a cover of it. So. Oh, I put it on the. Uh, I put it on our own private group. There it is. I saw the for, the
1: Rival suns things. I didn't see that. So, hmm.
3: Oh, that's all right. But uh, yeah, Karabi. Uh, you'll be amused with the uh, the thumbnail. Will I? I, I don't know. Or you'll just shake your head. One of the two things. Yeah. You like I just
1: said, really, it really depends this. on my mood. I'm a moody bitch. Uh, you suck! You are. You're glummy. Yeah, I'm glummy today. I, I'll wait till I'm less glummy to take a look at it. Uh, what yeah. an unnecessary cover. We should make a... I'm going to put together a list hey. of unnecessary covers.
3: I, you know, more than half the band members were in that were in Whitesnake at one point, so it makes sense. Not when that song Slide was it recorded. In. But but don't tell me facts. I don't need facts. I just uh, need that awesome cover of Slide It In.
1: Uh, you know, uh, can we quick get into kid rock drinking Bud Light this weekend? If you want. You know that's enough. Go ahead. That's it, really. I, you, you, of course. <laughs>
3: I'm just saying like I mean no, I, I to just, me, the whole
1: outrage is kind of whatever. Here but, here's but, all but, I want to say on it. It's not going to matter fine. to the people that it should because it never does. This happens over and over and over again and people who say they're they're defending what American values are for and damn right Kid Rock you go get them let's show this company we got what it takes and then your fucking idol does this and it's crickets on to the next thing that you're gonna because my whole point with Barbie or Bud Light rational minds which by the way is most of the world don't give a shit there are people who I don't really care for that endorse products I do like all the fucking time it doesn't matter it really doesn't And Kid Rock never had any fucking belief in what he was doing. And only people stupid enough for fall for his shtick don't see that. So that's, yeah, I'm just kind of fucking irritated by the whole thing. You know, I just, ah.
3: No, I wasn't outraged either way with any of this stuff that I see popping up. I just think it's, it's just outrage for outrage and I just skip over it. It doesn't really do anything for me either way. But it is, get it, mad, it is get-
1: causing problems, though. We, I mean, this is part of the oh. divide we're dealing with in this country. I uh, so it matters to a certain extent. It shouldn't. The people acting like this is an important stand are the fucking problem. And then when they're fucking whatever, the head of the army turns out to be a big fat fucking hypocrite, they don't care. Like I said, they just go to the next thing. It, it's not going to make a fucking bit of difference that this guy basically kowtowed. And, I mean, how hard is it to not get pictured drinking a Bud Light?
3: Like I said, because no, he doesn't care, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not nobody cares. I'm saying he doesn't care. Yeah. He's not thinking big picture. Everybody else is making a thing. It's, it's like this. It's like uh, when people get uh, all up in arms about what a comedian said or something like that and – I really think that it's only a certain amount of people that really do care mm-hmm. and they try to make it look big when
1: it's not. A comedian really that big is typically deal. trying to tell a joke, though. This guy was trying to make a fucking point, stand up for America. And, you know, I mean, it's just. Uh, I know what you're saying, though. It probably isn't worth the fucking attention I'm giving it or yep. have given it, but at least I'll, I'm frustrated and I at least want where I stand to be out there. I don't give a fuck if. I mean, unlike Kid Rock. I will stand by my convictions, and if something changes, I'll fucking you'll i'll ha- happily explain it, but whatever, I understand you know maybe it's, it's cause listen, I fucking it, like what, some of his music. this is just really difficult for me, you know what I mean? It's a good thing well, I don't sure. like Michael Jackson, I've, boy, that'd be a tough one.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying
1: like sometimes you just have to like
3: for me, it's not that big of a deal. like there's a bunch of uh I, I would think. I, I think I said this a long time ago that probably if I would for most musicians, if I were to meet them in person, it wouldn't be a good th- situation overall. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm to the point where I don't, I don't want to meet my idols for the most part, like at all. I just want the the. the and I, but even if I did, I think I can. I am. I think I'm pretty good because I'm basically a robot that I can disconnect. <laughs> that I can. That I can, and not a real nice person. Nice meet you. That I can dis- I mean, I can disconnect the the person from the music for the most part, unless it's something ridiculously heinous. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and everybody has their, their, their levels, but still there's people that, that have issues with, with different things, but still they can still praise
1: the art. So I don't know what to say. I will say, uh, I'm not going to call Kid Rock's music art, but you know,
3: (laughs) (laughs) whatever. But, but with, with that said, um, uh, to disconnect the person from from the actions, can I just can I just do a quick uh, R.I.P. Yeah. All right. So Paul Rubens passed away <laughs> in the last uh, couple of weeks. You know the Pee Wee Herman, yeah. and uh, you know you know you you see the uh, whatever the uh, obituary or whatnot of the recap of his life, and they got they always talk about when he like like. Uh, you know, he did all this stuff, and by the way, back in the day, he was caught jerking off in a the movie theater back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's an all the— It wouldn't even be a scandal lot. if
1: it happened today.
0: Right. Well, well it would be a scandal it
1: is- if it was like, I don't know, Bill Clinton. But, you know, Trump could go jerk off in a the theater and no one would fucking care. Of course yeah. he's jerking off. That just shows you how horny he still is. The guy's still got it. Woo! This guy's president of the United States of America. You don't think he's got a
3: spray on the back of a sh- seat somewhere in a, in a movie theater? He's got if, to release that tension.
1: For the record, I don't think it was that big a deal either. Uh, I, I would actually agree with anybody. Like, It's not a fucking proud moment, but didn't um, who's another guy that got caught? Uh, but hold on.
3: Hold on, though, before you go there. But my, my whole thing is that Paul, the thing I'll give respect to for, for Mr. Rubens, is he handled it like a goddamn pro. Mm-hmm. He, right after that happened, he got on the MTV Music Awards, he stood up, walked on stage and said one thing, and that is, heard any good jokes lately? And the whole place erupts. Mm-hmm. My point is, that was your for, yours for the taking, Dave Ellison. That's how you should have handled it. Yeah. First time you got on the mic, you own it like a fucking pro two years ago, and you say that exact line, that equates it to Paul Rubens, boom, PR handled. It was there for you. That's all I have to say.
1: And there's uh, a fun story. God, I wish I could remember it because it's really cool if you if you say this person to that person to this person to that person to this person. Because it's, you know, the girl who played uh, his girlfriend in that movie, uh, Pee-Bee's Big Adventure. What's her name? Uh, oh, it's,
3: it's what's her face from, um, oh, I know her. I always confuse her with her. E.P. or Saturday Elizabeth
1: well, I Daly, I think. Elizabeth Daly. Uh, okay. E.G. Daly. Uh, she was also, uh, does a, a wonderful scene in the movie, uh... Um, Valley Girl. That uh, okay oh, yeah. is a pause and rewind moment for people who oh, p- picture my direct. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, not too long ago, Paris Hilton's younger brother broke into the house of the girl who played Pee-wee Herman's girlfriend in Pee-wee's Big Adventure because he used to date her daughter. He then stole a Bentley that belonged to the father of the daughter of Pee-wee's girlfriend, who is also the guy banging Paris. His sister in her well-known sex
3: tape. <laughs> but my point is, there's master, there's, there's, like he became, like we said, we've had 300 episodes of of jerking off into a sock, sure, uh, normal, normalizing it. Yeah, so he's he's one of our brethren. Oh, he's a I pioneer. Mean, he kind of so, yeah
1: set the, the the stage for us. But uh, uh, that's all I'm saying.
3: Yeah. And and by the way, you know, great in the movie Blow. Funny to see him in mm-hmm. the Cheech and Chong movies, shit like that back in the day before he was officially Pee Wee Herman. So uh,
1: I respect the man. Pot that's humor it. doesn't do it for me, man. By the way, uh, R.I.P. Uh, uh, Paul Rubens, I do think he was actually a pretty talented guy. Uh, yeah. fu- funny dude. And then the, the Pee-Wee character was a little weird how timeless. It, it kind of like yes. uh, it hung in for a long time because it doesn't – I'm not sure if it's geared for adults or kids. It's weird. <laughs> um, no. But, uh, but there, yeah. is
3: a, there is a funny Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live skit with him. Uh, it's called Pee-Wee's Big Night Out or something like that. It's him and Adam Sandberg, and he gets gets fucked up. They end up – it's like uh, ends up in the – Jail and all kinds of shit. It's a pretty funny little skit. Never saw it till he died.
1: They um they just legalized the pot here in Minnesota finally. Yeah. Uh, no, I I I think you and I are both on record as not being uh, smokers, right? Nope. Okay. Uh, I just no, not, and no. just not my thing. But I'm like, you know what? It's not that I've been high. It's not that big a deal. It's no worse than alcohol, and we can raise some tax money. Unfortunately, the taxes are only going to go. They're not going to cut any taxes with the, now they have this new found no. income. So, no. but that's a different issue. But I forgot because it once it first came out now there's all these kind of like you got these issues where people are like it's legal now and they think they can just do it anywhere right like well sure. that, that's if you're not I don't whatever I don't want to get into that but it just reminded me that it's like for some people I don't know man it's like in place of an actual personality I smoke pot is what they are and I just uh, it, <laughs> and to me the Cheech and Chong movies they just never were funny to me. I just like, uh, hey man, yeah, it's just like, all right, you know what? I here get it. Are. But uh, I mean, they're lovable characters. But do we need that many fucking <laughs> movies?
3: Oh, no, you don't need that many movies. But but there was some good stuff on there. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. Uh,
3: you got you got a, you got a license? Yeah, man, it's on the back of the car.
1: Hmm. I don't know. There's some good jokes for me back in the day. Dave's not here, man.
3: <laughs> All I know is, is but but you're gonna see situations like like I'm gonna describe at the at the Ed concert, which is just called the Ed concert. Walking up, parents in droves vaping, like uh like like uh you know hitting. I'm not talking about regular vape. I'm talking like yeah. having a hit of like they got. I gotta get through a four hour concert with Ed, <laughs> so I gotta get get fucking stoned uh, on the way God. up. But but the conspiracy theorists are always like they always think that. That as soon as it becomes legal, like everybody's going to drive slow on the highway. There's all these like mental pictures of how it's going to be. You'll you'll see it in the news. Fair enough. It's gonna yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, that's what happened here too. Um, and everything was the same. but it's like I can't really tell a difference.
1: Well, they're going to have to interrupt or at least uh, dial down the number of stories about shark or bear attacks to to fit in the the pothead uh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, well, so that would be this a good thing. I, that we could look at that as progress, but. like to see jaws eat is the singer from nickelback <laughs> okay that's, that's mean that's way. mean no why well jaws what, what, isn't real first of all he's uh...
3: well yeah but it, that would be interesting to watch just a mechanical shark slowly go Aah.
1: did you see at a recent concert though he basically stopped the song and apologized to the crowd because he just lost his voice
2: I cannot sit here with a fucking absolutely destroyed throat and try to make it through this show and pretend like there's nothing fucking wrong and take your fucking money because that is wrong. I'm having a hard time hitting fucking notes. The doctor just jabbed me in the hip with some prednisone and we all crossed our fingers backstage hoping this was going to work. But I cannot, in good conscience, stand up here and sing these fucking songs and have my voice cracking and everything sound like shit. I just—it's driving me fucking nuts. So, tell you what—I could give it my best. I could keep just trying.
0: And we you, can buddy. just blow the
2: fucker out if you want to. Yep. Hey. I'll sing the rest of the night. You want? <laughs> no, these guys don't want that. But I'll help, uh, you, I'll help you out, buddy. Fuck it. Let's start this one over again. Yeah, I'm just going to give it all I've got. I'm yeah, just yeah. going to go till she fucking blows. Fuck it. Let's do it. And if at the end of the night, we've all had a good time. We'll let's try to skip from the top. Here we go. Yeah, with the video. Put the video back on. We'll do the whole thing.
1: Let's start this over. Here we go. All right. Okay. No. It was actually kind of... Um, and- I kind of felt for a moment, I kind of felt for him because he was just flat out honest. He's like, I don't want to take your money, but I am not hitting this stuff tonight. And I can either, we can either call the show or I can just do my best, which of course they said, do your best. So uh, apparently he struggled through the show. But you know what? Uh, It was the way, you know, I'll drop in the clip here as long as I can find it. Um, It seemed very frontal and honest at least. At least it came from a good place. Uh, And I kind of felt for him because yeah, you know, you start, you know, the older you get, the voice is the thing that is the hardest to maintain, and you know it doesn't mean he lost his voice forever. But yeah, it's it's difficult to get through that shit for a night, you know, and and that's why Scotty Ian says it's okay to use backing tracks because we still want to make money. <laughs> and uh, yeah, did you see that Scotty Ian said that? Jesus Christ! Be- because I, it's all about the show, LC. It's just fucking professional wrestling at this point. I,
3: it makes no sense to me because those guys are ones that. At least to me, have got up there, busted it out live, and it's five dudes, and here it is. And if it's not perfect, it's not perfect. I, I mean, I've seen some good shows and some not so great shows. I mean, they're always pretty good, but I mean, I'm just actually shocked why he would just make that. I don't understand that the the upside for making that statement at all, right? Like yeah. What, how does that help him, or what's the? It, to me, it just means that he he's always been the guy that just never shuts the fuck up in the band like he's always the talking head that just says shit the only reason i think he would say that is to get attention to him and and the band for something coming out soon because it makes no i mean jump in here i i don't i don't get it to me there's no logical uh reason you should make that statement
1: well we we haven't even touched on the whole ai thing that's been going on in music lately and he kind of uses that as his reasoning behind that he's like the, you know part of the reason he's starting to think and appreciate this is that he heard an ai version of back in black but if bon scott uh sang it and it just put chills on his you know it it just moved him or something like that it's like yeah. and fuck all that man i just well, look i don't honestly have a optimistic view about the future of entertainment with ai the, the way it's being viewed, it just reminds me a lot of when um, Google started openly admitting they were taking your information and using it for whatever the fuck they wanted to. And people were just like, they're okay. And this just kind of seems like that's where we're at with AI. I, I've already way too many of people we know are online right now sharing some funny thing they found. And to me, I just think that's a, that's a slippery slope. It's like once you start embracing it on any level, because AI kind of like... We think about it in a way that it's bigger than just like that. Because AI has existed for quite some time. AI is Alexa. You know, I mean, it's, Correct. you know, it, it's been used at one level or not, you know, for quite some time. That is why your ads are targeted to you is because of AI. But now we're starting to see where it's creating music and that's where it's just well, I don't mind that. Actually, I, I don't even like that. You know what I mean? I don't want to go on porn and have some computer tell me, like, hey, maybe you like jerking off to this too, if you like jerking off to this one. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to find it organically, man. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't even a this wasn't even a
3: challenge for me. I finished way too fast. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. These recommendations are really usually, spot on. <laughs> usually it takes me three hours to find the find the rabbit hole for how I go down <laughs> I wanna make some bad decisions. I wanna have like like all kinds of bad, you know, short term relationships yeah. and then finally found the perfect one and then forget about it tomorrow. And uh, figure out how did I get there? I don't really even remember the
1: path to get there. That's a make big it, topic for another program difficult. maybe, huh? Uh, AI. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So whatever. Nickelback uh, gave up a concert because he couldn't perform in Scott Ian says he should have just had a backing track. So
3: it's it's almost like Scott has a bunch of buddies in the industry that use backing tracks, like Kiss.
1: I think you're spot on there, and I think maybe Scott is in a band that uses some too. Who knows? Wow. Yeah. Who knows? This is all that kind of like you know, we were talking about, like when they say there's no trickery, that's a sign you're getting tricked, you know? You know it's like, look yeah, up, it's, look over it's, it's, here.
3: They do sound really good all the time. Hmm. And then how about how about this? How about, uh, what I like, though, is the the lower tier bands, like this band out of Florida called Gunshine, who we featured. Mm, I'm glad you they're brought ba- this up. They're base, they're, their bass player quit, so they just said, fuck it. <laughs> we got a bass player on a track. They just play a bass player track. How did you already have it?
1: three-piece. Like, seriously. This almost writes the, the bass player joke for me. Is it that easy to play bass that it's like, well, we have a show tomorrow. What do we do? Let's go record the track, and we'll just play it on stage because it's apparently super <laughs> fucking easy to do, LC. Because to me, that seems like an awful lot of work to get through a handful of dates. Yeah. We're eventually going to well, get a human... But right now, yeah, to, I'm like, no, I'm not okay. Find but somebody. Barco, all they did is they just pulled up the bass tracks,
3: you know, from, from the album, the same songs. So they just said, play. Yep.
1: No problem. Yeah, ready to go. I think that what they did is they just kept using the bass tracks they were already using. So, And they're like, fuck. Just, now people, he quit. Now people, unless we have somebody up here, they're going to know. And we have to pay somebody. We could just keep the money and say Hey, we're just going to use bass tracks. It's, again, the whole misdirection. Just for this.
3: Just be a, don't uh, look over I, here. I just think that was that was amazing. People are asking, oh, why are you hearing bass when there's no yeah, yeah. Not a bass player on stage? Or something hey, aren't like you that guy I who, just, who I plays it. with
1: no bass but has bass? Yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. that a lot.
3: <laughs> yeah. Pretty incredible. Hmm. So that's where I think it should go. Just like Ed. Be like Ed. Loop your shit. Loop play. it. It's just looping. See, guys? This is what blazes. I'm That's doing. That's what they should do. You should go up there. The, the guys and Gun should get up there and just go like, all right, hold on. We don't have a blaze pair, so let me just lay down the bass for this track real quick. Boop, boop, boom, boop, boop, boop. Okay, this pedal, this pedal is playing all the bass now. But it's live. It's organic.
1: You know, at least when Bieber didn't want to do his meet and greets, he put a six-foot cardboard cutout of himself up there for people to stand next to.
0: Can't you at least happen?
1: get a, like a, a yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A per-
3: <laughs> but he's not six foot, too. He even, well, even yeah. uh, made himself bigger.
1: That's what like, he did, dude, yeah. He's like,
3: here I am with Dio. That ain't Dio, he's six feet.
1: That guy could have been a professional basketball player, by the way.
3: Hold your
0: A oh, feather, of oh, feather.
1: got some um, really positive feedback on the uh, ACDC breaking the record episode. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mentioned last time we talked, uh, it'd be nice to occasionally give shout out to some of the listener feedback we get week to week. Uh, this one comes from uh, Twitter. What are we calling Twitter anymore? Uh, it's Jeez, X, right? X. What, what is it, an X? It's X, but it's not... I'm it's not, not reading the tweet. It's X, but it's, it's not X. You know, what a fucking moron I mean, you talk about I mean, look, we're not We're not writing, we're not making art here You have fucking pretty solid Branding in place Uh, And uh, I'll I'll tell you this though um, Our numbers as far as new followers Drastically picked up Once the the, uh, Facebook version of it Threads came out All of a sudden, Mm. our feed changed Quite a bit and really? we started I getting new followers again. And uh, huh, just a uh, little competition, uh, spicing things up there. But anyway, this comes from I'm going to call it, Twitter. The artist formerly known as Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> uh, a guy named Brad, he chimed in on, he says, Just listen to episode 302, ACDC Power Age, with Elsie narrowly taking the points. So he thinks you edged me out. I'm not surprised by that. I th- uh, So, uh, by the way, congratulations, Elsie. That's one for you. All right. Oh. All oh right. Nice. Footnote. pause Positive feedback. Footnote. Who Made Who is the soundtrack for the Stephen King movie Maximum Overdrive. Not a greatest hits. Keep up the great work. And then two horns up. Um, I would like to, to at least state for the record, I know it was for the movie. It is basically a greatest hits record. There's the, the Who yeah. Made Who and two forgettable yeah. instrumentals, and then it's just all uh, previous hits. It was packaged, much like Iron Man 2 was for the Stephen King movie, Maximum Overdrive. I guess I didn't feel that it, the the urge to d- uh, fact-check that as hard as, as he did. By the way, he's 100% correct, so I'm not uh, d- disputing it, because we were talking about Power Age and not that record. It was kind of a tangent.
3: Yep. And I uh, had two instrumentals that were in the movie yep. uh, when trucks were running into other trucks. <laughs> or whatever was going on in that stupid movie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I will tell you that after I saw that movie, I was slightly hesitant to use a coke machine, uh, if you remember that scene, where the coke machines get, like, thrown at 1,000 miles per hour killing children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's God. what happens when you let a coked-up Stephen King direct a movie and write
1: it. Anyway, uh, as always, people, thank you for the feedback. We're going to try to Throw one into each episode each week, but we've said that before, and uh, we're, like, a, well, I've said this before, too. We suck at it, so. Yeah, we do. Uh, I didn't really flesh this out. I just like the headline, Surge Tankian from, um, oh, what's that band? Uh, System of a Down? Uh yeah. He says, imagine dragons don't care about genocide. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what? If I'm at a party, and Surge Tankian there, and fucking John Cougar's there, I am not fucking sitting next to those two. Just a couple yeah. of gloomy gusses. Can you
3: read? Uh, uh, can you read the, the the gloom the the gloomy uh, Mellencamp's quote, please, in full? Yeah, here we go. Dry going. read.
1: Yeah, I shared I shared this in the Cobra on on fire group. Uh, so John John Cougar, this comes from his official John Mellencamp Facebook page. Quote: please. Happiness is a fleeting moment of a day. It's not a state of being. If you're happy all the time, something's wrong with you. We are put on this earth to toil and make things. Making the world a better place is not a happy job. End of quote. John Mellencamp. He tagged <laughs> AARP. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it is. AARP in the USA. Yeah, AARP in the USA. Hey, ten percent
3: off. Oh God. If before four p.m. Early bird special,
1: USA. I don't know. A lot of rewrites. A lot of good uh, uh, comments on that one. Something about a, suck, oh, a man. sucking on a nasty chili dog. <laughs> right.
3: He, but he's always been pretty angry. Oh, yeah. He's like, just—he's just always been
1: a fucking but, curmudgeon yeah. man. Uh, oh, man. He's like one of those short guys that wants to fight too much. Big
2: whoop, want to fight about it? What, are you looking yes. at me? Hey, you want to fight? <laughs> ah. <laughs> you cross
3: You cross if you just make eye contact with him at a bar for more than 2 seconds he's ready to go.
1: Uh, you know this guy I, I I don't know how much he goes to bars nowadays, but you know he's been in them. He's a guy who goes to bars alone. Uh, like he he just ponies up to the bar and fucking gets blasted by himself and then punches somebody and gets gets tossed in jail or something. I don't know.
3: That's what it is. He's got that 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 neck condition that he's just looking down in his drink directly in the center, right? Just looking down. Hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> okay.
2: You just you just nudge him. He's the he kind of guy that raises. the bartender
1: sees you come in, just kind of gives you a kind of a serious look, and then has your drink in front of you. You never say anything.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, then then it's, he has also the, the – uh, to get a refill, he just does two taps yeah. on the bar, and the guy comes over, just, shh, here you go. No communication.
1: It's all yeah. signals. Yeah. But he was born in the wrong era, I think. Yeah, yeah. I could see him uh and Billy the kid being buddies but Billy talked too much so he had to kill he had to go
3: <laughs> you know what you know what his trigger is don't you mm. pink houses <laughs> oh God he' don't, he does it, and he uh shakes his fist and talks about how he actually uh wrote that drum beat
1: yeah <laughs> oh yeah. Did you ever see Isn't that? It uh, How it that
3: hired gun. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Um, That's what I mean. When that guy's like,
2: "Check this shit out."
1: And it's a nice little film. Um, but yeah. uh, man, you got a lot of butt hurt fucking <laughs> musicians Kenny, in that. In right. That fucking Aaron Hoff. Thing. Jesus. Isn't his name? Who's that? Ken. Oh, Kenny what Aronson. His
3: name? Yeah oh that's how you say his name all right
1: oh uh, yeah he's a feisty Any, uh, fucker too big whoop wanna fight about it well one thing i should at least ask you did you get a chance to hear the new gnr song they dropped one called uh perhaps uh perhaps i did hmm. what do you think i thought it was all right work for me um the uh axel's vocal to me was probably the highlight of it i was you know i don't mm. think his uh last couple of, uh the tracks have released i've been terribly impressed with just how he sang but uh all right well you know whatever check it out uh guns N' roses i don't know if they have a new album who knows they you know, it doesn't seem like any kind of like they they do a good job of staying keeping things under wraps let's put it that way you got
3: that right. I mean, the, the only thing I quote I saw was that this was a leftover from Chinese democracy, and that's what it sounds like to me. Okay. Is, uh, that, and then somebody else says something like, "Oh man, this album they're going to come out. It's going to have. They recorded so many songs for Appetite Destruction they didn't re- release. I'm like, yeah, I think they did. It's on Your Illusion, but uh, I don't know." I don't know if you saw that, too. Some producer or what, or somebody in the camp was mentioning that. He's like, yeah, you know, Appetite Destruction only had, like, 11 mm. tracks on it. I'm like, listen, motherfucker, 12, <laughs> you're fired for not knowing the number.
1: All right. Well, before we go, did you see Mitch Malloy uh, went into uh, Eddie Van Halen <laughs> fan group and uh, basically said Eddie Van Halen would want them to listen to his latest record is the synopsis <laughs> I got. Now, weren't you that guy in Van Halen? I get asked yes, that a lot that. Jesus fucking Christ That guy Oh You know what Yeah It's getting really hot down here And Mitch Malloy's a, Apparently not he's, he, might, he might actually be Kind of a shitty dude I don't know man. That seems yeah. If Eddie was alive He'd want you to check out My new record guys uh. I don't want to be known As the, the crazy guy Who goes around Saying he's in Van Halen.
3: Yeah, by the way Check out the Van Halen Experience on the beach
1: There you go The end all right, man, let's get out of here. I, I probably shouldn't have taken a shower as hot as it is down here today. All right, let's get out of here before you melt. All right, ready? buddy. Uh, yeah, uh, what, what, what's the temperature in Denver today? Uh, in here, it's about 90 degrees inside my little nook. What about the outside? Uh, probably about 90 degrees. All right. <laughs> I'm ready to go then. Okay. Rock's not dead. It, it's a loop, guys. Watch. See? It's, just a, it's on a loop.
3: seen the video where the guy actually gets completely eaten <laughs> no. it's on youtube like, like like i'm talking about he was he's in like, it's uh, like a flat fucking... earther <laughs> no it's I... not on youtube
2: <laughs> it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football